0: The fourth parak of Psachim is called Makam Shenagu, and the Mishnahis, they discuss many minhagim that we have, and we can actually date it back to the times of the Mishnai. So the first minog that's mentioned there is the minog of working on Erev Pesach. Now, the, the Mishnah implies that everyone agrees that one is not allowed to work after Chatzayis on Erev Pesach, and the Mishnah discusses that there were various minhagim regarding before Chatzais. Can a person work before Chatzais on Erev Pesach? So opening Gemara on Nunam Mabay's Mesethos P'sachim says, Why are you telling me about Erev Pesach? And seemingly only in Erev Pesach is there this prohibition of working after Chatzais. My Even on your, on your Friday afternoons, your Erev Shabbos or your Erev Yantev, there is also a problem of working after Chatzai's. Titania, we learned in a Breisa Ha'oisa Melacha of Arips Shabbos, Viam time, someone who works on Arab Shabbos. Or on Arab yantif, min mincha we're going to define that in a moment, from Mincha and on, he will never see a simon bracha from this work. If you look at the reish Nun Aleph, the Mr. Bruhah explains that even if he got paid from working, from doing this job, he'll lose money somewhere else. He'll get into a car accident, um, he'll have a leak in his house, he'll need something to to uh, he'll have something that he actually has to spend money on so he will not see a simon bracha from this work that's being done on Erev Shabbos or Erev Yontif after, chatz, or after Mincha, Minam Mincha So, again, the, the Gemara answers the question of why, what's the chiddush of Ari P'sachem? We're going to leave that for P'sachem Dafna So the question is, we see it's a, it's, a, it's a Gemara. The Gemara tells us that a person should not be working after Mincha, ulamala on Erev Shabbos, and on Erev Tov. So, first of all, why not? What would be the reason not to work, not to do Malacha, not to be busy before Shabbos? So, three reasons brought down. I'm sure you could figure out other reasons. But the three basic reasons are, first of all, it's the lack of covet Shabbos. It shows that a person's not taking Shabbos, not treating it with the proper honor. The proper honor would be what a person would... Look forward to Shabbos and have a few hours before Shabbos where he's not busy with the office So that would be one reason a second reason is That we mentioned we had a whole week of shiurim Discussing how a person should properly prepare for Shabbos and we're going to continue with that this week so in proper preparation for Shabbos a person won't be able to prepare if he's working, if he's at the office, how is he able to prepare for Shabbos properly? So that's a second reason brought down. And a third reason is also found in, in some of the Rishonim. The callboy says this, that if a person would be busy working the entire Friday, so by the time Shabbos comes, he'll be so busy, he, he'll actually end up being Michal Shabbos. And one could imagine someone who's still in the shower after Shkia? you know, or he's uh, he's shaving and his, his shkia is coming. So in order for a person to avoid that, it will be wise to stop working a little earlier on Friday afternoon. So at what point do we say that there is this Isra Malacha? So if you look at, at the Gemara, the Gemara says, So there's two ways of of, of of understanding this. There's a Gemara in Psachim, the Gemara in the Avi P'sachim has the same discussion. What does Mincha mean? Does it mean Mincha Kitana or Mincha gedaila Now Mincha gedaila is the first time you could have a mincha. If you look at your, cal- your your Zmanim calendar, so the earliest time you could have a mincha on a regular day, that's mincha g'dayla, a half hour after chatzayis. So we'll call it 12.30 on a typical uh, on a typical day, right? If, let's say, uh, sunrise was 6 o'clock, and sunset is 6 o'clock, assuming that's how we're calculating, so chatzayis is 12, mincha g'dayla is 12.30. When would a mincha katana be? Mincha katana would be at 3.30 in the afternoon. So another way to figure this out, you know, if you go to myzmanam.com, they'll give you the exact time and seconds for mincha gedoele, mincha katana, you can always look it up. But let's say you don't have access, as long as you have access to a, to a uh, standard calendar, even like a shul calendar, when they say when plag is, so let's say Friday afternoon, many shuls in the summer, they'll, they'll tell you when a mincha is, so that a person could could do l'chatchila da'vi mincha before plag and Mar after plag. So if you look figure out the amount of time there is between Plague and Shkia. So look at your calendar. If that's say your, your, uh, your calendar says, 8 o'clock is Shkia this Friday night, and Plag is 6.30. So you see there's an hour and a half between Plag and Shkia. So go back an hour and a half, and you will find that, that exa- that's the exact time of Mincha Katana. Why? Well, how do I know that? Because what does Plag mean? Plag means half. Half the time from Mincha Katana until Shkia. So you could figure out, if you just have a limited calendar, you could figure out when Plag, when uh, Mincha Katana is. The Shulchanah brings both of these opinions. Now, this could be a very big difference. Mincha G'dayla would be 1 o'clock, 12.30. Mincha Kitana could be 5 o'clock in the summer, 5.30 in the summer, So you have a lot more time to uh, to be able to work. So the Shulchanah brings both of these shitos down, and the Achronim Since it's the Machlekes on Ederabonon, we can definitely be Mekel, HaMekel Lahivsid, one can definitely be Mekel, and Dumalacha up until the time of Mincha Kitana, which would be, Late afternoon, but again, in the winter months, it could be a little early, a little earlier. It could be two thirty. It could be two two fifteen. So a person should should look at the clock. Now, what exactly is asr, when, when we discuss malacha? So if you look at the Rishonim, they say that malacha means something that is is a as a yisera. That's real physical labor. Let's say plumbing or carpentry. Those types of things are. The intense work, and that malacha is asr after mincha, mincha g'tana, again, if want, a person wants to be machim, mincha gdala, but that's what would be a problem, you know, painting someone's home, putting down a floor, moving, I saw some of the places you want to say even rearranging a person's garage, or for some people, some lawn care, again, for many people, just mowing the lawn is not a big deal, but anything that's a tirchah say, or maybe planting trees, doing heavy work, heavy garden work, that would also be a problem of doing malacha after mincha katana on a Friday. So that's really what's brought in Shulchan Aruch. If you want to look it up, it's simon rashon and aleph, and it's a small simon in Shulchan Aruch, a very long bear halacha, but it goes through many halachas regarding, regarding working on Friday. So let's just summarize it, and we'll... Uh, We'll, we'll just bring down some of that because many people, the truth is, many people never heard of this halacha, and they think of their lives, and they're going to say, wait, one second, do I have to change jobs? I mean, I have to work until 3 o'clock on, on Shabbos, on Friday afternoon, I have to work till 5 o'clock sometimes, so what should I do? Should I, should I uh, you know, lose my job? So there are many halacha that should be considered before, you know, quitting your job, and these are brought down in the halacha. So first of all, halacha number one would be if there's a boy tircha yaseira, if there's no tremendous tircha, and you're not doing it bederech keva. So let's say a person doesn't have, it's not a tircha Yeserah, he's just responding to emails on a Friday afternoon. So the Ramah says that's mutter, but it's only vilay kava aleha. And the like him say that means that you don't do it every week. But if a person, every single week, he's responding to emails all the way until, until shkia, way after mincha katana, so that would be a problem. So that that's, so that's heta number one, of ain boy tircha Yeserah. and that would include many things that people do. Uh, you know, mowing a lawn would probably not be tircha Um, I'm sure you can figure out other other things that are not labor-intensive, so those would be permitted after Menachatana, as long as you don't do it, Bedereh Kevah. Next. Next, Heter would be if someone's doing something with Shabbos. Let's say the the talks about taking a haircut or giving now taking the haircut is not the problem it's the giving of the haircut so if you're a, uh, a shomer shabbos barber so that would be fine a person everyone knows you're doing it in the covered shabbos that would be fine as well another heter is a uh, someone who doesn't have enough money to to spend for shabbos so he's working now to be able to pay his shabbos bills that would be fine as well we see that concept in hilchas chalamoid now once we mention hilchas chalamoid the truth is Working Arab Shabbos cannot be more machmer than Chalamad. Chalamad is probably an Isra to work. Shabbos at most is just this Minhag, Takana. So anything that's mutter on Chalamad, so Davra Aved, Tzarek Shabbos, you can start thinking of all the heteron we have in Chalamad, so that would be mutter Arab Shabbos as well. So Tzarek Shabbos, let's say a person's doing something that could be labor-intensive, he's, he's uh, fixing... The community eruv, or he's even he, let's say a person has a personal eruv in his house, or he's fixing his oven for Shabbos. So even though it's labor intensive, still it's Tsarche Shabbos, so it would be mutter. And anything like covered Shabbos would be uh, mutter as well. There's a discussion in the in the ochronin. Now This discussion is a is, is a similar to, a discussion to chalamoid, which is regarding shaira. Shaira is merch is, is just doing sales. You're selling things. You're not you're not building anything. You're not doing actual construction. Your typical uh, office job, you're answering emails, you're discussing things with clients, you're not doing anything that's labor, that that's uh, that, that's heavy 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 lifting, serious work. So the question is, is that allowed or not? So we call this mischar, merchandise, selling, buying, those types of things. So there's a discussion in Nachorinim, and there are those that are mekel, those that are machmer. Now, even if one is being makele and saying that that part of the malacha, if you look in the Gemara and Shabbos, we just had this in the daf, Shabbos, hey, they used to blow tekiahs before Shabbos, so at some point there was enough time for a person to finish, you know, to close the shop and get home before halukas ne'erah Shabbos. So even if a person is allowed to, is saying that, wait, I'm doing ischairah, I'm not doing carpentry, so you are allowed to work past mincha Katana, once should still would have to stop at some point prior to Shabbos. Now we are a little more mekel for those that are, that are selling things to cover Shabbos. So there the minog is that no, nobody stops. If you own a, a store, you'll go a little later. But still, even if you're selling chalos and, and, and food for Shabbos, at some point the person would have to close the store, close the shop, and get home for Shabbos. So this is all the Indian Halacha. Again, there's a concept of ina rois bracha when a person violates this. But as long as you're invoking one of these heterim, we don't say ina rois bracha. There's nothing wrong. He's relying on the paiskim, and he will see, you know, bracha. He's doing the he's doing the correct thing. Just want to point out that there's a hider. There's a special hider about of getting ready for Shabbos in a, in a in a, in a uh, prepared way. So first of all, just Amara Malkam, The Ramah says that there was even. There were that, that uh, even to be Mavatal Tira, one could do that in order to prepare properly for Shabbos. The bare writes that in uh, in certain areas, and he says in Constantinople they would not have yeshiva on Fridays, so many people have this practice. In certain yeshivas, they in fact do not have yeshiva on Friday. So just uh, just to hammer hammer home this point of preparing for Shabbos. Additionally, the Gemar tells us, so this is the Gemar right there in Shah Psacham Dafnun on base. So the, so the Gemara says that there is something called a zariz v'niskar, someone who works hard, he's hustling, and niskar, he actually has a, re, has a reward. Who is this? The Ovid Kuli Shop. So he actually works the entire week. He does work. But for the Ovid Bumali Shapsa, he doesn't work on Erev Shabbos. So either that means he doesn't work the entire day, that's the the Mershag's explains it, or means that he he, he doesn't work after Chatzayz, after Mincha G'dayla, Minchah So someone who does that is Zarez. He's hustling. The whole week is hustling. But Vesachar, he gets the reward. He he treats Shabbos in the proper way. And through that, he'll have covered Shabbos, he'll have Oynik Shabbos. And the truth is, if a person's able to, maybe in the winter months, it's more complicated to do this, but if a person could structure his day, that they're able to wake up a little earlier and get more work done earlier in the day on Friday and come into, come into Shabbos, Excited and not overly exhausted. So then a person will have a, a more enjoyable Shabbos. And that is a mitzvah of the Keresh LaShabbos Einig. So that is all part of you know, your Friday activity. Just structuring one's day. And if, if it's possible, for many people, this is not, they're not on their own uh, clock. They have a boss and they're working nine to five and they have to just, you know, beg to leave early. But for those that do have the flexibility, definitely a valuable uh, thing to, to, to pursue. And that will definitely enhance one's Shabbos.